you are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Welcome, One More Gamers, One More Game Podcast, episode 44 on the 4th of May, 2023. May the 4th be with you, Swift. Yeah, thanks, dude. I'm uh, I'm just so excited to be back. You know, it's been a little while. We missed everybody. It's been a good uh, oh, at least a month, and then we only did one episode, and then a month before that. So uh, you know, yeah. we're figuring things out. But I will tell you guys that there are some big things on the horizon for one more game podcast. We've made a a vow to uh, you know not go that long with uh, a break anymore. So uh, as you can see, I'm Pickle Matt is going to be a late joiner tonight. Uh, but that's okay. We're gonna get back. We're gonna get into it. We're one more game podcast, and we talk video games, the industry, reviews, games we've played, things we're excited about, and uh, we'd love to have you guys join us every uh, every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern at Twitch.tv/OMGPodcast. If you're listening to this uh, on podcast, uh, so sweet, dude. What's what's been going on in your world while we've been amiss? Dude, I um we we redid our backyard, which is super oh, yeah. exciting. We got some turf laid. Um, other than that, just been flying, simming. Uh, missed you know every Thursday night doing the pod. Um, but to be honest, I haven't played too many games recently. I've been in kind of one of those slumps that I feel like most gamers probably experience. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but. Every once in a while, I go through a slump where it's uh, not really a driving factor in my day, and I just want to chill on the couch instead. Yeah, I'm sure everyone can relate with that. What I've noticed since I've had kids is when I'm not gaming, it's when I'm not doing this podcast on the regular, I'm not gaming as much. So this podcast almost drives me to I'm I'm curious to see if we start keeping this thing, you know, going like we normally have in the past i started actually gaming more yeah that wouldn't surprise me to you know once like now that we're back to all of a sudden have the drive again to get through some games but yeah i've had no no drive recently yeah well same dude i've been doing a lot of stuff with the kids we've been it's we're doing two sports for both kids right now at the same time so there's not a whole lot of free time and uh any gaming that i'm doing is kind of on my steam deck right before bed so but we'll talk about that later with that as our show typically does we typically first jump into the news for the week slash month that we've missed slash two months 
right, so Swift's a little frozen there. We'll see if he comes back. But uh, first up on the docket, so we've been covering this for the last, call it uh, seven to nine months. But uh, there, there you are. Uh, but officially, Microsoft's uh, merger or slash acquisition of uh, Activision Blizzard King has been denied in the United Kingdom. So uh, this is probably the first major uh, thing that uh, this this deal has reached. $68 billion on the line, and I cannot imagine for the whole market of gamers in the UK, which is a pretty big gaming market, uh, not being a viable option. I don't see this thing continuing forward in any sort of way, but uh, did you see this? Recently, did you have any thoughts about it since we've been covering this for so long? Um, yeah, I saw it got denied. Honestly, like, I don't know. Again, kind of like the just gaming in general, this kind of dropped off my radar. And I think you sent the text to the group and I was like, oh, okay. And that was it. That was it. If I had to guess... The reason I think this is probably going to be uh, denied is, at least in the UK, I know mobile gaming is pretty big in the UK, and what everyone kind of forgets about this merger is that it includes King, which is the company that makes Candy Crush and a bunch of other mobile games. If you really look at the numbers, the true oh, yeah. value of gaming is in the mobile market, just because every single person who has a phone probably a game or two on their phone. Uh, and so that would basically give Microsoft a pretty large monopoly in the mobile gaming market. Probably what. There's been a bunch of quotes coming out from those poor, yeah. poor uh, CEOs and whatnot uh, at Xbox kind of whining about it and saying, this is the darkest day in, in my time at Xbox. And it's like, oh, wah, wah, dude. You're literally printing money so I, I, it's hard for me to feel bad for you but yeah just just printing money for yourself and your company <laughs> right uh so if you've been keeping track there you have it microsoft's uh officially denied in the uk we'll see what happens and i do think that uh the slimy leader of uh activision bobby kotick said that it's far from over which he literally has no hand in any of this but uh you know he never misses an opportunity to be a scumbag um, but uh, we'll see. Well, I, I missed a little bit of that because I froze, but uh, don't they have a chance to repeal or no? Is it over, over for UK? I think it's legitimately over. I don't, I think they already had their chance to oh, okay. repeal, and that was the to, okay, kind of final, but I could be wrong on that. We can check into that, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens going forward, but. Honestly, I'm starting to think this is probably a good thing for the gaming community because the more I think about what Microsoft has with Game Pass and the more I think about them starting to eat, buy up all these other companies, probably the worse it will be for the economy of it overall. But Yeah. All right, well, moving on, Swift. We haven't got to cover this since uh, it happened, but the Diablo 4 beta has come and gone. Uh, they're also uh, doing something called the Server Slam next weekend, I believe, where they want yep. you to come out and uh, 
everyone to try to log in, which uh, I think already happened anyways during the beta. Yeah. When I when I had to wait three hours to log yeah. into the beta and then it crashed and then I had to wait another two hours, I think we accomplished the server slam. So now what I don't get it, dude. They're telling you everyone to come out and like challenge their servers when I know their servers can't handle it already whatever dude i i don't know it's been you know it's been a few weeks maybe they made some big upgrades but i highly doubt it i feel like we're gonna deal with the same thing yeah some cool news i did see about kind of what they learned from the beta is they're changing a lot of stuff there's a whole wide list of things you can check out when it comes to things that are getting changed one thing that i saw was that i don't know if you played the necromancer but the skeletons had this like blue glow around them the skeletons that you like summoned and it looked kind of yeah easy cartoony i thought compared to the rest of the game i did not play necromancer because when i logged on the first because what it was two weekends right yeah the beta yeah the, um, there was the closed beta then the open beta the, so the closed beta the necromancer was not available and then I logged in the second weekend and all of my friends were playing Necromancer. And I was like, well, we don't we don't need five Necromancers. So I'm just not even going to bother. But we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. Um, so Steve I did Feasy not says, Welcome really back, see dudes that. in the chat. Good to have you here in the chat, man. It's good to be uh, getting this thing going again. Yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride, but we're back. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, the the beta I thought was awesome. Yeah, we had a great time. A lot, like a lot of lag issues, which you would expect with kind of any beta. Right. Um, some of the classes are super underpowered compared to others. I.e., Necromancer is super OP, and the Druid is one of the worst things I've ever played in my history of gaming. <laughs> it was so painful. I gave up at like level two. I was like, nope, not doing this. Yeah, I, I think they said it was like severely underpowered. So we'll see yeah. if they make some changes to that. But uh, I'm excited, man. I'm I don't think I'll bother with the server slam, but uh I think we're definitely going to be in there come June. Yeah, once June hits, hopefully they have things figured out. I'm I most certainly will not spend 3 hours waiting to log in. Negative. But we will be talking more Diablo here in about, uh, call it 30 minutes, but let's move on. So Tears of the Kingdom gameplay has released. Did you watch it, any of that uh, kind of guided gameplay they did? I did not. Okay, it's, it was sort of cool. It was sort of very uh, Nintendo-y in the way that they kind of described what was going on. But What do you mean? You know how when Nintendo does like playthroughs of things, it's like got this translated Japanese voice dub over that's like, hmm, now I'm going to pick up the stick. And oh, yeah. what does this do? <laughs> and they're like narrating it as they're playing. It's kind of cheesy yep. and hard to watch. Um, but the game has some really cool mechanics going on, and I'm really uh, kind of excited to check it out, especially with Liam, because it's almost got like a, I call it like a Minecraft sort of vibe going on to it, because you can pick things up and and use them together i think the ability is called fuse so for example you could take four logs that you had chopped down of trees and fuse them with this ability and it would make a raft and so oh, link, cool. link can now put that raft in the water and like ride it 
Uh, so I had some yeah, cool stuff going on. That's cool. Well, get, when you, if you get a chance, check that out. But uh, let's move right along to the Mario movie. I know Swift told me in, in their pre-talk before we started this thing, he still hasn't seen it, which is sacrilegious to me. But uh, I know. I'm going to fly out there to Arizona and force you to go to the movies with me. But uh, Dude. All right, I so want to see it. I watched it with literally like 16 kids in the group of families that we hang out with here. We all took our kids to the same IMAX theater in Columbia and watched it. And you want to talk about just feel good feels, just watching all these kids just like, yeah, Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was great. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen it, so no, no spoilers, but my sister texted me. Um, because they got my oldest nephew a Switch, you know, two years ago, and he's been loving Super Mario Odyssey. Um, and she told me, she asked me if I had seen it, and I said, no, sadly I haven't. I, I want to go see it. And she was like, I literally cried like four times <laughs> because of just nostalgia type stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, it'll oh hit man. You, dude. It's great. I love that. Which leads me to the point that all these like, film critics you know people who think that they're like high and mighty in the art in art of film world we're just writing these like scathing boring plot super predictable i'm like you're going to see a movie about a video game that literally almost has yeah. no plot <laughs> also the game was made in like what the 80s right come on we know the plot he like, literally jumps over stuff and he, saves the princess but he never saves really the princess. saves her yeah <laughs> come on it, yeah it, this just goes to prove like and again i haven't seen it so i can't talk too much trash on on critics but just in general i always feel like critics like these are the people that vote for like golden globe awards and the oscars where you you watch and i i don't watch those shows but i know who wins it based on just chat around you know the neighborhood right. the wives everything and some of these movies that win, you don't even, you've never even heard of. Yeah. Because they're, ar they're artistic and they're whatever. And it's like, no, I just want a movie that's entertaining to me, which Mario is. Exactly. I don't need my movies, every single one of the movies I watch, to like advance humanity and cover right. like current political and socioeconomical <laughs> issues. Yeah. I want to watch my one of my favorite video game characters sometimes look like he's in a video game and jump over like obstacles like there's parts of the movie where it just transitions to like he's platforming and running like almost 2d across this course and it looks so cool and fun and yeah it's just like, I, I love it yep yep improper pearl culture says sisu was amazing nazi hunting i don't know is that a is that a recent film check it out uh anyways yeah you thanks bet for, um, thanks for joining right us on that Pro Clutcher in the chat. It's good to have you back. And uh, if you haven't seen the Mario movie, check it out because it's breaking all kinds of records for animated uh, films. It's it's for sure one of my favorite 3D animated films already, and I've only seen it once. Check it out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's see. Swift, as an Air Force member, were you required to do some sort of mandatory uh, security training recently? I sure was. Well, why was that? Well, I don't know. It seems like there were some leaks. Um, yeah, it turns out secret it, slash 
top secret information. If you're in the market for uh, top secret information, go ahead and uh, pull up Discord, join the Minecraft Discord, and uh, there you have it. You can get battle yeah. plans for the war in the Ukraine. There it is. Yeah, so if you're not if you have, tracking if you have what we're talking about, hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, some uh, airman type fellow in the Air Force was able to access top secret documents and release them onto a Discord server, I guess, to impress the bros. I don't really know. Uh, but I'm just kind of mind boggled as, as to how he got that on off of what he got it off of and onto what he got it onto. But whatever. Uh, so, yeah. that, highlighting gaming in a positive way. Uh, he just has a photographic memory and he read a brief or something and just typed it all on Discord, I guess. I don't go. know. But yeah, everyone in the Air Force was required to take a mandatory training because of that. So just remember this, folks, when you're thinking about doing the same type of thing, loose lips sink ships, okay? That's, that's right. Also, that's important, but don't waste my time having to do mandatory training on CBTs and PowerPoint slides because you're an idiot. Very nice. Very nice. I hope you got some uh, street cred, but uh, speaking of, uh, I don't know, OPSEC, uh, reporters have been reported to be currently using uh, Counter-Strike to deliver news about the war in Ukraine to uh, Russians. So Russia has been so tight, iron curtain, if you will, on the media within their country about what's going on in the Ukraine so that they don't look like bad guys, obviously. Uh, and so reporters have been able to kind of pass along information using the s encrypted secure communications available through uh, Counter-Strike CSGO. So <laughs> this isn't the first time I've heard about something like this. I know uh, back in the day, ISIS was using Xbox Live to kind of coordinate some stuff. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. What are your thoughts? I think it's kind of cool that uh, no matter what evildoers do, they can't stop the freedom from filtering through video game channels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Until it's our secrets, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, good on them, I guess. Because Russia is the bad guy in this instance. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's pretty uh, objective. Yeah, just thought I'd bring it up just because it was so closely aligned with the uh, the other news topic. But we'll move on. We'll move on. Swift, how do you think uh, PlayStation 5 is doing these days when it comes to, like, selling? Um, Probably not. I don't know. I know that they, like, I feel like you can get them these days in the store, but I still feel like they're way behind where they were expecting to be based on the, you know, microchip shortage and all, all the things. Yep, so they did just post some numbers. This is this has this last fiscal year, if you will, was their most successful uh so far. I think they sold something like nineteen million units and their plan is to sell thirty eight million units this year. That's their goal at least, which would actually make it a better selling year than PlayStation two. So I'm not quite sure if I see that happening. They'd have to come out with probably a couple more big time games, I think, for that to happen, but uh, that's yeah. their goal. So if you're a PlayStation fan, you should see that. I don't think PlayStation VR 2 is going to be the thing that drives those sales that high. So I'm I'm wondering if we're going to see some kind of announcement from Sony about a new big game. I 
so what you said 2022 was their best year to yeah, date 19 um, point something which i think it's only been out for what, two three years now with the thir- first year being supply chain problems yeah i i don't know i i guess i haven't done too much of a deep dive into consoles being sold but saying that 19 million consoles sold is your best year to date doesn't really ring like it doesn't really give me that much faith i guess because the first two years that they were selling almost nothing right right I mean, yeah yeah so cool get on you get on you yeah. All right, well, there you have it. That's mostly the news that we've uh, kind of missed out over the last few weeks slash months of gaming, but uh, we'll, we'll be sure to bring you some more stuff, and you can always check out our Twitter at OMG underscore podcast GG for more uh, up-to-date information on the gaming news. But with that, we'll move into the game's radar for the Wii. All right, dude, coming up first is a little game called Darkest Dungeon 2. If you played Darkest Dungeon, it's a legitimate dungeon crawler, if you will. Uh, And the second one's coming out on May 8th, only for PC. Swift, did you ever play Darkest Dungeon? It it had a whole bunch of popularity with streamers. No, I sure did not. Oh, I like... I, I want to try it, but it's just one of those games that I feel like I would need to be in the right mindset for. The art style is super cool, and it's kind of, call it Dungeons and Dragony, party kind of dungeon stuff going okay. on, and very RPG-like, but uh, it comes out on the 8th of May, so if you're a big fan of Darkest Dungeon, you're going to have, I think Craig likes this, uh, at least the first one, jumps in there. There you have it, 8th of May. Swift, you know about any other games coming out within the next week or so? Oh, yeah. Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh. On May 12th. I don't know if that's I, I think it's I think it's Tears, but, um, you, you know, you could read it either way. Yeah. But, yeah, May 12th on the Switch, baby. Yeah, I, I'm, I was this close, Swift, to buying the... OLED version of the Switch to play this game on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, like, I did. Well, I, I mean, I do knock the Breath of the Wild as like not my favorite Zelda game, but I had a lot of fun when the Switch first came out on this game, Breath of the Wild at least. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the same as you. I didn't. I didn't think Breath of the Wild was um, really even top tier as far as Zelda games that I've played. But you're right. I mean, on the Switch is nice. I'm ex- I really actually do want to play this game, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Um, just to see, you know? Same. I'm hoping the dungeons are better because Zelda games are known for... Oh, I'm Pickle Matt. Tell us about Let's yourself, mf We'll see if he can get his uh, stuff figured out. He's he's going through some technical difficulties. It'll take him a minute, but we'll give him a thumbs up when he's when he's cleared hot. Uh, but yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom. Damn it! Now you got me. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, comes out uh, next week, May twelfth, and there's the Master Sword, which is all I care about. But if it breaks, I'm gonna be pissed. 
Wait, it it can break? It didn't. Well, it didn't break in the Breath of the Wild, but it. Uh, what do you want to say about it? It ran out of energy, so you had to get it repaired. Oh, got it, got it. All right. Well, there's the game nerds. Oh, I'm Pickle Matt. Dude, welcome. He's he's back, baby. Yeah. Tell us, tell us um, at least one comment on each of the categories that we've talked about so far. All right, categories <laughs> of things. Diablo 4 beta. <laughs> Yo, did we see the Super Mario Brothers movie or what? Uh, nope. I did. You and me did. This kid in the middle did not. But, oh, I got to oh, fix the cameras. Man. Are all Get up. on that. You two talk about something while I fix that, please. Yeah, I, you didn't... I need to. We talked about it. I I uh, have been slacking, but I'll get there. I think it. I think it passed one billion bucks the other day. No, okay. Charlie. I listened to Charlie Day on a podcast uh, this week, and he he talked about it briefly. He was pitching his other movie that's coming out, but um, they said he was paying him in gold Mario coins. <laughs> Who did Charlie Day play in the movie? Luigi. Oh, okay. Luigi. Yeah. You just got a Louis. Nice. Did you guys see I found the Super Mario Brothers cartoon from like the 1980s on Paramount Plus? Yeah, I no. saw that in the uh, Discord or wherever you sent it. I might check yeah. that out. I used to watch that it's, a lot as a kid. It's a ridiculous show. They had a silly, silly song in it. Swing your hips to the Mario. Do, 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 do. Yeah. The show doesn't make sense. <laughs> it it like tries to be like an action cartoon and then also a Mario thing. It's very confusing. Yeah, it don't make no sense. But uh, what'd you think of it, dude? I really liked it. I thought it was. Uh, I I think when I read the reviews of it, I think that complaints are kind of valid. But I there wasn't a moment in the movie where I was not enjoying it, so I had no complaints at all. And my son, my three year old, liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Watching my kid just never have I seen him so infatuated with a movie. Uh, and then yeah. all the nostalgia bumps that I got from it were great. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Easter eggs in there for the old older gamers. But I think they left it open for a lot of movies. And I, I mean, they made a billion bucks, so they'll probably be making more. Yeah, no shot that they don't uh, continue to expand their cinematic... What are we going to call it? The NCU? Nintendo Cinematic Universe? I Dude, hope so. I, That'd be awesome. I, love, I love whoever posted that picture of the timeline. Or it was like, you know, the oh, Zelda yeah. movie. Yeah. The Luigi's Mansion. Yoshi, Yoshi Island, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. yeah Charlie please. Day said he wanted a Luigi's Mansion movie, which makes sense if you're the actor playing Luigi for your... Yeah, film. I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good for your career, I guess. Yeah. I mean that those games are probably the most story, like start to finish story of any Mario game, I've, Mario universe game I've ever played. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see what else. But let's get your uh, your final thoughts on this uh, Microsoft uh, Activision Blizzard uh, denial in the UK, Pickle Matt. What? What are you? Oh, are we still talking about this? What happened? We, it's been seven to nine months since we started this uh, journey. <laughs> I bet they spin off. I think they're just gonna start spinning, spinning off. They'll they'll fight as hard as they can. They'll just spin off like a uh, Activision UK is just or whatever it is is just gonna be like they'll just sh- shotgun it out back and then tell everybody to get a job and 
France or wherever is the closest place. So I know that Call of Duty is massive in the UK, and one of the things I saw is that uh, you remember right before this thing went to all these different agencies, uh, Microsoft made a deal with Nintendo that uh, Call of Duty would be on Switch for the next the 10 Switch. years. Yeah. yeah. And the in the UK thing that came out in the denial recently, they basically said that the Switch is not technologically capable of making that happen so that they did not see that as grounds for uh, like middle ground for this deal to happen. Yeah. Well, I find it funny that the government is very concerned about uh, Activision, Blizzard, and Microsoft uh, joining, but JP Morgan and all the big banks are just eating up a bunch of smaller banks and it's oh, just yeah. our ent- the entire like world economy. Well, I I have a lot of family members now that I married my wife in California and they all banked with a certain bank oh, and no. that bank went away and they're like, well, I think it'll be fine. I think JP Morgan is going to buy them. Uh, hopefully we'll be fine. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, it's wild, man. Should have bought, Do- you know, bought Dogecoin, dude. We don't want a, yeah, we don't right. want a video game. Uh, oligopoly, but I tell you right. what, if there's just four banks controlling the world economy, that's fine. Yeah, everything's fine, dude. Everything's fine. All right, Pickle Matt, Tears of the Kingdom, May 12th. You getting that, Johnny? Oh, absolutely. I need a mobile gaming for my lifestyle right now. That'll be perfect. You own yeah. a Switch, yeah? I own a Wait. Switch OLED because I'm nice. okay. a badass. Yeah, I, I do because too. I'm oh amazing. Yes. Sure. All right. All right, Dad. Dad joke. <laughs> All right. Well, I you're... loved the first one, and you guys, you guys are you guys poo poo it a lot, but um, I we just talked great. about this. We don't poo poo it. It's just not our favorite Zelda game. I had a great time playing Breath of the Wild. It's just not my favorite one. So we we haven't discussed this much, but I I don't think. Um, I haven't played a Zelda start to finish besides Breath of the Wild and Ocarina of Time. What in the world just happened to him? He just got I have no idea. He just got taken by the ring girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, if we get him back, I hope we do. But uh, his Elgato stuff is messing up. All right. Well, that yeah. is the uh, the news and the games radar for the week. Uh, like I said, it wouldn't be an episode of OMG podcast without. Pickle mats having technical difficulties, especially now. You know now now that we're back, we took a break, so everyone's a little rusty. You're listening to the One More Game podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Matt. But uh, if there's a game that you're excited about, want to hear about on the game's radar, let us know. Reach out to us, omg underscore podcast gg on Twitter or Instagram. Or you can send us an email at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. Game recommendations, things we missed, stuff that we're actually just a little straight up lying to you about, uh, let us know and we'd love to hear from you. You can also join our Discord, One More Game Discord. Swift is going to post that in the chat when he gets a chance. Yes, sir. Uh, 
And we're also posting you the invite link for that Discord on uh, the description for the podcast. We'd love to have you guys join a community of gamers excited to talk about the industry, technology, and just play games together sometimes when we get the chance. On there, you'll also find a category called Sweet Pickles, where I'm Pickle Matt, the guy currently AWOL from this uh, thing. Uh, he posts some things in there where you can find some sweet deals on gamer gear, games, free games. So right now, if you go in there, you'll find uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite, which has actually got some pretty good uh, reviews. is free with an IGN Plus sub, which is actually only $1 to subscribe to that. Uh, currently so basically you get a free game like a $30 game for a dollar a month uh so go check that out some cool news for us which i completely forgot to get a uh picture of but uh i'll, I'll well, post it while i work on it uh omg podcast is officially uh, partnered up with swift lifestyles energy supplements and you can find our official omg podcast inspired energy supplement and uh it's got a cool purple label and everything it's so cool and i can't find it anywhere uh but you can if, head over if you're to, in the chat i just posted it there it is uh, that'll, that'll bring you the direct link swiftlifestyles.com and you can buy yourself one of these a tub of one more game podcast inspired reaction. Uh, I they sent me a free tub of this when I when we set this up with them, and uh, it's awesome. It gets you focused, great for gaming sessions without getting all kind of jitters and weird, just heart palpitations like a lot of other energy supplements. Yeah. Uh, so pretty cool. You can use uh, the code OMGPOD10 on their website, and that'll give you ten percent off for that, and it supports. The podcast, if that's a, a something that you want to do. All right. If you is, are, uh, if you're listening, uh, just go to www.swiftlifestyles.com slash product slash one dash more dash game. And that will bring you right to our uh, inspired reaction plus energy compound. Very nice. Good work there. As I fix these cameras again. Swift, <laughs> let's just jump into the major topic for the week. All right. This week, we're talking, in preparation for Diablo 4, we're talking about the devil himself, Diablo. The game, the history of it, where it came from, our memories of it, and uh, what we're excited about coming up here in the near future. So... As we just dive right in here, Swift, let's stay a while and listen as we talk about the origins of Diablo, our memories of the game, or lack thereof, and experiences, and uh, kind of what we're, what we're ready for, where we're ready to see this franchise go. So uh, let's, hit, let's hit it with the baseline. Where do you stand, Swift, with, uh, with Diablo? Um, as far as like total games played, or am I excited, or... Exactly? Uh, well, let's say just in general, like, are you a big Diablo fan? Would you consider yourself like a huge Diablo player? Do you play when it comes out and kind of fall off of it? Where Where do you live? I would, um, I would consider myself a mediocre fan at best at this point. Uh, I know we have some 
dents in our Discord that love this game. They still play Diablo 3 and Diablo 2 to this day. Um, I actually never... I didn't get into, into Diablo until Diablo 3. And I played a bit with you and uh, Easy. Um, so we can we can chat about that in a little bit. But I I didn't really dive in as it were you guys made me make a what, what's it called when uh if you die you die again hardcore character yeah you guys made me make a hardcore character and i got to you guys powered level me to like 50 something and then i died and i was just like nope done don't like this never doing that again um but then diablo 4 came out and played the beta and um overall other than the lag issues which we were expecting the login times I thought it was a great time and I'm yeah. excited to play with the boys. I'm excited to play more with you since you're kind of on the less experienced side of it. Uh, so you can yeah. see kind of the end game stuff is really fun. Yeah. I I'm excited. Uh, like I said, I, I plan on playing it once it comes out to uh, completion, so to speak. Nice. Uh, you missed it pickle Matt, but we're talking Diablo. That's our major topic for the week. Nice. Uh, as as I know about you, you're a relatively uh, inexperienced Diablo gamer, which is surprising because I feel like it's right up your alley. Uh, where do you stand? Let the listeners know, kind of, uh, where does the franchise live in your gamer repertoire? The first time I played Diablo was the beta a few weeks ago. So, nice. Perfect. Um, this it. game is going to literally kill me, probably. <laughs> You're right. It's it's right up my wheelhouse, and I, it's, I don't know. I'm afraid. What? So what character did you play in the beta? I played Vala. <laughs> okay. Uh, the assassin or whatever. Yeah, Asino? sure. Ranged assassin. Yeah. yeah I, nice. I want. I think I would want to be a necromancer, but it sounds like everybody wants to do that. So I, <laughs> I want to be something different to help the team. That's like. So I talked to uh, our buddy Tony and Taze. You and I used to play WoW with him when we were deployed. You probably oh, yeah, just yeah, never yeah. met him. He's uh, Shift's buddy, and he was playing a druid. And he was. I was like, dude, I don't know how you did that because it is so painful. But he was like, well. Because I played a druid in all the previous Diablos. I don't, I'm not quoting per se, but um, he was like, plus everyone's being a necromancer. And I was like, yep. All right. So we got you as druid. I told him, I'm going to be a sorceress because that's what that was my main during the beta, uh, which is typically, you know, typically my main mage of some sort. Um, We got the necromancer. We need a, a tank of some sort, but I feel like we got a good mix of of people yeah the good thing about diablo dude is it actually really doesn't matter like yeah everyone could be the same thing it doesn't really matter uh there are synergies that work well but it's not like wow where you need there's always got to be a tank kind of thing yeah well cool anyone can tank anyone can be a tank uh well, let's just hit some of the history real quick, as we've been known to do on the show. So Diablo 1 is probably the game that most people have never played. I will be honest. I tried to play it one time. You can download it on, uh, I do believe, good old games uh, for free. And you play like a Flash version of it on a browser. 
uh, but it was developed in 1997 on Windows and later for uh, actually on PlayStation, which is a little bit weird. Uh, but it was the brainchild of a guy named David, David Brevik with an American studios called Condor Games and Silicon and Synapse, which would later become companies known as Blizzard North and Blizzard South. So Diablo 1 really was kind of the uh, the birth of Blizzard, if you will. Um, his goal was to make a roguelike type RPG that was more accessible, which Blizzard has been known to do, is make, you know, MMO that was more accessible, World of Warcraft, right? Versus EverQuest or whatever. Um, but he also used inspirations from games like NHL 94 as a model for selecting, like, your predetermined <laughs> classes. Uh, with How wild Westeros. is that? Yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? Uh and so it kind of simplified the gear and made things a little bit less RPG, like you need to study a book to figure this shit out, to anyone can pick up Diablo and kind of figure out what's going on. Uh, so this was the way for him to bring RPGs into the 90s, is what he said. Uh, so basically, at the time, the game was not planned to be a multiplayer experience and then they started talking about making it a uh, an online type thing so while brevik and blizzard north finished oh, up my. yeah the actual wow. game in the 90s Bl blizzard south began hacking away at what is now known as battle.net so they realized that no one at blizzard north knew how to program anything multiplayer so battle.net is born and to this day, is what we use to uh, play online games for uh, Blizzard. So you could first ever in B Diablo 1 be, can you guess what classes you were able to be? Pickle Man? Uh, I bet the melee, the warrior probably. Yes. Was it warrior? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the bow and arrow uh, uh, some some sort of range and then some sort of magic you said there were three classes yeah three classes yep you got it so rogue which was kind of like mostly bows and arrows uh daggers mm -hmm. type stuff and then sorcerer which should sound familiar because it's basically what we still can play plus a few more Nice. Um, but yeah, dude, so it's basically a game that none of us have ever played, but is considered one of the most influential uh, RPGs of all time. Spawned a whole series, basically invented your hack-and-slash dungeon crawler asymmetric RPG type uh, game genre, and it was released uh, all the way back in 97. I just looked at a screenshot or two of it, and all there's a lot of indie games um, that you can download now that are retro style, and it looks a lot like Diablo 1. I don't know if Diablo 1 was the first to do it, but it certainly looks like it influenced a lot of those indie games that are coming out. Yep. Oh, show. Swift, did you ever play it? I sure did not. Uh, you would have had to have been very uh, in tune to early computers to be one of the people that played on Windows. Dude, the only, the only game I played back in that day was uh, Age of Empires. Doom. Oh, Doom. Yep, I did play some Doom. Wait, oh, I got that's the, a story uh, of Diablo 1. Sidebar, I got the Doom, um, one of the soundtracks on my Tesla for the, um, what's it called? The custom oh, light show. Horn. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, it's so cool. The like heavy metal doom. Um, and then if you play it in the garage when it's really dark, it looks awesome. All right, folks. Now I've got the Diablo 2 music playing in the background. And uh, if you ever played Diablo 2, it's one of the most memorable things is the, the music on the sign-in screen as you waited for Battle.net to log in. And so now let's talk a little bit about Diablo 2. So it's a basically a direct story sequel to Diablo 1. It follows the events outside of Tristram. Tristram is this little town that you're in all during Diablo 1. Uh, and it even included a revisit to the location, uh, which was kind of interesting because it also led to a, another funny thing about the game called the cow level. Uh, it's cited as one of the greatest games of all time. Diablo 2 uh, goes through five acts including an expansion, and included the craziest cinematics you had seen at the time, and uh, told a much more dark and intense story than the first one. Uh, Swift, did you... You, I, you did play or did not play Diablo 2? I think I dabbled for just a little bit. I I never really got into it. The Diablo 3 was the first one where I yeah. like really kind of played... I remember being over at my buddy's place. They had a, a PC, and he fired up StarCraft 1, and then I asked him what this game was. It was sitting on his desktop, and we played it for like three straight hours, and then I was like, I need this now. And this I game is the reason... This. this. game was the reason I was able to convince my parents to get a computer. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> nice. The... the the satan imagery demon yeah. one yeah that was the one i forgot to mention my my parents are uh, uh i don't even want to say it because it <laughs> yeah. uh cool yeah so cool diablo 2 great time uh, and i just there was a point in time i remember playing and not really realizing that everyone i was seeing online was a real person like that's how crazy it was that it was always online were you dialing into uh, AOL at the time? Yeah. It was 56K at the time. Oh, yeah. Either that or it yeah, was like... I remember like, doing that. Remember DSL? Yeah. Yeah. I had DSL not too long ago in a town that I didn't want to live in. But <laughs> I remember doing Battle.net for Warcraft 2. I think that was probably around the same time. Uh, it was probably a little bit later, but same thing, doing dial-up internet. So this is the game that they made Diablo 2 resurrected after. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to play one of the original cinematics for Diablo 2. Just so you can see how how far things have come. Uh, but the this might be from Resurrected, to be quite honest. Yeah, it says Resurrected. Yeah, I bet it's going to be nicer. insane. Yeah. Dude, so uh what, Diablo 2 cuz Diablo 1 wasn't really online, was it? No, it it actually they tried, I think, and maybe did actually get it working at some point, but it wasn't uh you were gone when you we were talking about it, but while Blizzard North was finishing up Diablo 1, Blizzard South was essentially making Battle.net Battle the possibility. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
but this is the first one that was actually designed to be an online game, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, cool. Da so you, this oh, was David Brevik's. This was David Brevik's uh, last Diablo game, correct? Uh, apparently, and he also was a programmer on NBA Jam, which is super dope. Dude, <laughs> that's all I had to add. Great, great game. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, things on fire in that game. Things on fire in Diablo. It's all. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, all right. So this time we got a little, a few more classes to play. So you had the Amazonian or Amazon necromancer, barbarian, sorceress, paladin, and later the druid and assassin when the expansion came out. Uh, and I remember the druid just being one of the coolest things ever. When you turn into a bear, you're just like, what? Yeah. Turns out I mean, not nail that this time. But. Well, I mean. Even in four, the the animations and everything of turning into a wolf and then or a bear, whatever it happens to be, are super cool. But the fact that you're melee and super underpowered is just like, meh, not for me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yep, there were some improvements with the characters and progression and how inventory kind of worked, but uh, it still suffered from some quality of life stuff. Like you literally had to click on every dropped pile of gold to pick it up which in Diablo 3 and 4, they make it to where it's auto-picked up. Uh, yeah, you literally had to go... Yeah, that's obnoxious. I When games do that, I just can't... I just don't understand why developers think that it's a good idea. Maybe back then, it was the they didn't have the programming. Had, yeah. 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 But nowadays, <laughs> there's games like that too, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Cool. There was an expansion release called Lord of Destruction where players were uh, went on to fight Bale. Uh, I really like the lore of Diablo. The storytelling is really cool, how it kind of introduces these evil lords of hatred and lies and all kinds of stuff. It's cool to kind of see how that works, but it does get a little confusing because I'm not sure what is ever going on with the angels and the demons. Yeah, I, I don't know if this was in the Odyssey or, you know, whatever other book deals with uh, Dante's, you know, levels of hell, but I don't remember reading any of this lore, so it is it is kind of hard to track who who's yeah. who and what, who's fighting who and why or whatever. It's like, and why are the angels kind of like bad too? I don't really... <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, it's like that one show that all the girls love, Supernatural. Ever watched Supernatural? No, sure haven't. Okay, don't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Thing's gonna try to play another. Anyways, uh, let's see. So yeah, this game was uh, designed with online gaming in mind, and uh, a second expansion was actually abandoned in 2003 as Blizzard North left the company. A lot of people know. And then of Bye. course. Too, too bad for them because Blizzard went on to make a billion dollars. Right. Uh, the Guinness Book of World Records for the time fastest selling PC game in 2000 ever. I don't know exactly how many units they sold, but uh, it's no surprise because their PC games weren't really mainstream yet. Which was uh, actually surprising to me. If they weren't mainstream, oh, I guess never mind. Fastest selling yeah. PC game. Yeah, yeah, okay tracking 
Cool. And then, of course, in uh, 2021, we got better graphics, cinematic updates, and cross-progression with Diablo 2 Resurrected, which uh, still has many of our friends playing. Which I actually haven't fired that up. That's what, That's how you should play Diablo 2 there, Pickle Matt. You'd probably like it. I mean, we're we're getting pretty close to release of Diablo Four, so uh, you gotta you gotta catch up on all the lore. It's very important to the. Yeah. Is it like Kingdom Hearts? Xenomorphs <laughs> 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 yeah. or whatever they're. <laughs> Dude, that game's awesome. It is. Shut your mouth. All right. Yeah, cool. the story is super important, though. Moving yeah, on. super important. Diablo 3 in 2012 on Windows and OS X, later for consoles, which was the first time that it was introduced with controllers, was cool. Uh, I remember my buddy Will Zarisk, as you guys know him, uh, he literally built a PC the first time any of us had done that. And w- for the purpose of playing this game, we're in our dorm. In 2012? At the Air Force Academy. No Staying kidding. up all night to midnight for this game to come out with like Oh, like no. homework due and the launch happens and just terrible servers just crash 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 no. crash and, and, and that's in. how Zerisk failed out of the Air Force Academy yep. now, he, <laughs> now he flies C-17s rip yeah. <laughs> just kidding he's living it up uh, cool yeah launch disaster Air 37 servers were full always online nature made connection quality a huge factor if you lived in a dorm at the air force academy you could not play this game so we had to go to his parents house who lived in colorado springs to play you know what i did you know what i did at the academy the online game i got verizon wireless's first 4g lte phone and had a hot hot spot spot. hot spot nice that that phone went through the ringer because it would heat up to about 140 degrees when it was hot spotting (laughs) and (laughs) You can imagine I put a lot of hours on that hotspot. So, <laughs> oh, by the end of that, I think hotspot. It was not a cell phone anymore. It was a just a corded phone because the battery was gone. Uh, Diablo three was kind of known for its quicker gameplay. It was much less dark than Diablo two, and a lot more colorful and like silly things going on. Uh, you'll know what I'm talking about if you ever end up in the whimsy dale of that game. Uh, but there was no potion bar, and there were seasonal changes that uh, kind of added big ch- additions to the game every time the season changed, which is what I was going to mention to you guys. It's not necessarily a huge deal what class you play, because if you keep playing and the seasons will change, you'll try other stuff, because it's they add new stuff to the game all the time. Uh, change how abilities work, all kinds of stuff. And unlike their other games, they don't just stop supporting it. Uh, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, they did I run remember, into some. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, uh, I was gonna add. I remember when it released on the Nintendo Switch, and that was like kind of a big deal. And then I, not being a Diablo guy, I didn't realize that Diablo Four by the time it, or sorry, Three by the time it released on the Switch was like ten years old. Yeah, people yeah. still play that game religiously to this day, and it's more than ten years old. Dude, yeah. Easy and Tiger get in there every new season to do Endgame. They like when it comes out. I just know to scoff them from my gaming schedule. Not that I've had one recently, but uh, they are playing Diablo regardless of any other game that's out. 
it just speaks like to the the quality of the game though you know what i mean like yeah people are still playing it as one of their main games and it's that old yeah cool they did have some uh little snafu with what they were calling the in-game auction house where it was essentially a disaster that uh proof that you cannot mix in-game items with real world currency so they basically had it to where you could sell an in-game item for real money and it lasted like two weeks and was so much corruption and fraud going on that they had to kill it which i bet you like i'm just I bet you could launder some money like that yeah, yeah weird um dude i think i remember i think it was diablo 3 and then wow were kind of the first ones to do it where you could sell either your account because i remember people used to sell accounts early on in wow days for thousands of dollars and so i think it was diablo 3 and wow where you could sell no kidding game things right this artificial thing in the game for actual money i didn't realize that diablo 3 shut down so quick because people were taking advantage of it but i know that used to be a huge thing yeah plus it's really hard to balance an in-game economy like that when people can just manipulate things very easily yeah what we do with our banking system (laughs) maybe that's why (laughs) the uk banned it uh anyways the barbarian demon hunter which is vala monk witch doctor wizard oh the witch doctor is uh nazebo by the way the wizard the crusader is johanna the necromancer is zul and that came out in the reapers of soul expansion pack so i have a question about that are these like the heroes that we're about to play if they still supported heroes of the storm would they end up in heroes of the storm like were those guys actually named zul no they made up those names for heroes of the storm they're just the classes from diablo oh okay gotcha 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 they might zebo is not a character in a different game no, but I think no. they refer to some of them. Like, I do think Johanna gets referred to in, like, a piece of gear or something within the Diablo game. Okay. So there's some cool stuff ties in there. Yeah, so rough release initially, but still one of the highest played PC games 11 years after its launch. It sold 1.2 million copies uh, just in the Blizzard WoW annual pass alone. Think about that. So... Blizzard offered the game for free if you purchased a one-year annual pass subscription to World of Warcraft. Which would oh, really? Like, yeah. So th- just that alone, they I mean, sold 1.2 million copies. So it's 14.99 a month. They probably gave know. it to you for a prorated like deal for the whole year. So I'm I'm yeah. assuming it was somewhere around 120 dollars for the year. Um. Times 1.2 million alone. <laughs> yep. Printing Jeez. money. Uh, cool. And then also 6.4 million within the first week of Diablo 3 release. Just normal copies. So there you have it. Diablo 3, one of the most dominant and well-received, although it took some time for people to kind of accept the game as what it is now, but... Uh-huh. Well, didn't it go through... Because... 
I know you said it was a rough release, but didn't it go through some growing pains where it was like bad and then good and then bad and then now it's good again? Yeah, it does. It what was the does reason that. for that? It does that with the seasonal stuff um, too, but I think the original main reasons why it was bad was it was just kind of generally boring and easy when it first came out. There wasn't enough like difficulty and then they changed how you haven't, I don't know if you remember how what they're called but they're called riffs where you go in and do yeah. like riffs and greater riffs um they changed how that whole system works so it took them a while to kind of find the right end game loop that you play over and over again okay so it's kind of it's kind of like lost ark in that space right. where you go to riffs and do like like little dungeons or whatever yep okay i and can't imagine took- that's easy to figure out as a developer anyway like no, that's got to be. I wouldn't no. fault them for that. You have to iterate. The only way to do it is for people to iterate over and over again. Right. Well, cool. Uh, and now we move on to Diablo Four, which comes out on June sixth, twenty twenty three. So close. It was. <laughs> when do you think this was announced? How long ago? Uh, well, it the mobile like game a was long announced. Time ago. Yep. Wasn't the mobile game announced like two years, three years ago, and then? That was the expectation of getting Diablo 4, right? So they actually, I think, announced them at the same time. And the reason uh, they screwed up so badly was because all they did was show like a thing that said Diablo 4 in development. And then they played right after that. Or Diablo or maybe before the that. Game. They played yeah. Diablo Immortal. Yeah. Uh, and people were just like, is this an April Fool's joke? No shit. That's what they said. So yeah. what, that would, would that have been like three years ago? It was four years, years ago, ago, 2019. Oh, wow. At BlizzCon, which no longer exists. But uh, cool. So they said, they've said so far that it's more grounded in story with a focus on the characters and the narrative, which, yeah, I guess that I could see that since we played the beta, but uh, a much darker tone than Diablo 3. I don't know if you guys noticed, but it literally seems like everything is like, a slightly different shade of brown or gray so far. Yeah. It yeah. Seem like that. I'm wondering if they if that's part of the like first act, like they want you to feel like you're in this gross dredge area. I don't know. And we'll see if we move up into some cooler stuff. But was Diablo three more colorful? You said more whimsical. Yeah, way more like bright magical colors going on i bet they're saving some like uh angel crazy awesome swoop in or something yeah that makes the game different but i will say the cinematic intro cinematic is one of the darkest things i've ever seen the way they're yeah that was oh yeah impressive but it was awesome it was cool uh cool the Barbarian, Sorceress, Rogue, Necromancer, and Druid. And also, it's the first time we've ever been able to customize what our character looks like physically in any Diablo game. Which which also, in my opinion, means nothing. Because you're yeah, at this third person. Anymore. This third person zoomed perspective, yeah. like zoomed out. Like, what? Really? I've never cared about that stuff. I've, it surprises me that so many people do. But what? The only time people I did is when I played Elden Ring. People spend a lot of time on their characters. 
and then you add in i did diablo 3 do like uh cosmetics because if cosmetics are a thing that's the big money maker yeah i mean the end game of most rpgs is transmog cosmetic stuff yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah like Swiss, this is what like i do Swiss said cosmetics when you're zoomed out that far is just the dumbest thing in the world yeah it is like you see it when you log in. That's the only time you see your not, not even cosmetics. Cosmetics is fine. If you have dope armor that you can see, cool. If you design a face, if you spend yeah, 45 minutes face. designing a face and your character is wearing a helmet that you don't see, like well, the not face, even, not even what, are we the ta- what are we doing? Not even in just the helmet. If you do a dive roll, you still don't see the face. So I remember in the beta, I was like, oh, this is a cool face tattoo. And then I I got into the game and I was like, why? Why did I do that? (laughs) Why did I waste time? I never. I spend five seconds making the girl as hot as I can. And then I like start. Yeah. Oh, so exactly like your wife. Yep. Good. Nice. Nice, dude. You're getting points. I'm sending you a tub of OMG podcast reaction. Right. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so it did have a tumultuous development timeline. The game director and lead designers both were released from the company following the lawsuit in 2021. Just as recently as last year, the head game designer resigned from Blizzard. So it's been a, a wild, bumpy ride for the development of the game. Uh, but I think so far, it looks like it's in a good place. Uh, you guys have any like specific thoughts of what you what you played when we got into the beta? I I really enjoyed the just and again I don't have a ton of experience with Diablo, but I really enjoyed like the random dungeons. As the story progresses, you find these little like lighted lighted doors that you can go down through, so to speak to. Uh, complete this dungeon um i think it's i don't know i thought i thought it was really well done the graphics are cool the the story from what i gathered again i didn't get a ton of time i think i ended up like level 21 or something so i didn't get a ton of time playing it but the story seems pretty cool it seems like they're kind of diving into that not that i love clicking through dialogue and like trying to track the story but overall i it was good other than the lag issues, which I already said that, you know, we were kind of expecting in the beta. Yeah. Nice. What about you? Yeah. When I had seen kind of some of the, some of the same thoughts as him uh, being brand new to the game, I was pretty impressed uh, at how much it drew me in and what made me want to keep playing uh, and develop the character. The one thing that it did do though, was totally scare me to do hardcore because Swift, do you remember when we got butchered? Oh, yes. Because that just, I just can't imagine that happening at like level, your character is finally like level 60 or whatever the top level is, then all of a sudden, fresh meat. Dude, we got got destroyed. I I don't know. I I never saw him. I think you were uh, either just not here yet or had uh, the uh, disconnect, but selling taze we were i think they had power leveled me up to like 55 or something and we go into this encounter and i don't really know how to play the game yet i'm new to diablo 3 and i die almost instantly and i had made a seasonal hardcore character 
and they were like, all right, cool. You're going to start over. And I was like, nope, I'm done. done. Nope. I'm done with this. Well, you and me went into the dungeon at like level 20 and I was like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden we just get. And then we were apart. dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get good. We Bob and weave. Uh, the internet has ground to a halt, which is not. Oh, did we lose stroke? Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm getting two kilobytes a second. Maybe he's back. There we go. There he is. All right. Uh, let's see. That's it. That's Diablo 4. Yeah, I had uh, I had similar thoughts. I had a good time playing. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I played a lot with Will, which Will is like a Diablo. But he loves Diablo. But when you play with Will, he's like, he's like, all right, come on, let's go. Let's go just do the quest. Let's kill, 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 kill. All right, next quest. I'm like, dude, I want to like read the story a little bit or like I found this manuscript. I want to hear what the guy's saying. And I was like, come on, let's go to the next quest. And you're just like holding on by the just it's hard. But you gotta, yeah. you gotta catch up. Keep up. I, f I feel like that's a part of, especially yeah, again, uh, not super familiar, but I feel like that's a big part of Diablo 4. I, I actually really enjoyed the story that I got to you know sit and read and uh, hear. Because uh, it is it is interesting. Again, I don't know where the lore comes from. Some guy just coming up with it. The guy that created Dungeons and Dragons is uh, just writing the lore. But um, I I think it's great. Yeah, I'm excited and excited to play with you guys. I'm excited because I know there's going to be a game that everyone is going to be on and trying at least. So the social gaming yeah. will be out there. Uh, but anyways. finally, which we haven't had for quite some time. Oh, you know what? You know what kind of frustrated me about the Diablo Four? We Swift, we were off sync of our storyline for like by maybe a quarter of a quest, and none of us could progress, or one of us couldn't progress. It was like Destiny again. So the way that I feel like that's they, they've said that in, when the game launches, you'll literally be able to say, "I don't care about the quest line right now." Just let me play, and you'll be able to. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be good. All right, gents. That's enough about Diablo. Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, little walk down memory lane when it comes to Diablo, and hope you're as, as excited about the game as we are. Join us in the Discord, and we'll uh, we'll be there playing here in the next month. In in ten days, there's the server stress test, which is another beta, I think. Yeah, we yeah. were talking about that when you disconnected, and I'm a little confused because it seemed like they were already stress testing it when I couldn't get in for two hours, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, they didn't call it a... It's not a beta, so maybe it's like the final product. -ish. Oh, Close that would to be cool. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, let's be honest. I'll probably play it. I already got it downloaded, you know? True. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, let's jump into what we played for the last two months, if anything. <laughs> All right, Swift, lead us off, brother. Okay. Um, I 
so I told the stroke earlier uh, prior to hopping on that this is the first time my computer has been on in about three and a half weeks. I've had no drive <laughs> to play video games for quite a while, and which, which is like, I don't know, for me it ebbs and flows, right? Sometimes I'm into reading, sometimes I'm into TV, sometimes I'm into gaming. Um, I don't have kids as an excuse, so I just have been lazy about gaming. Plus, we haven't been doing the podcast, so I think that's been kind of a driving factor as far as what I'm playing, uh, just trying to venture out, like we've talked about in previous episodes. Um, so we already talked about Diablo 4. I played that. Um, enough on that. I played, I actually got back in Elden Ring. I was telling these oh, guys um, a, a few weeks ago, I got back in Elden Ring. Uh, turns out it's pretty tough to get back into two. Oh yeah. As far as controls and story and where I am and what I need to do next, uh, what I've explored. Um, so I kind of just wandered around for a little while and then got bored because it was kind of at the, the I guess, crescendo of me uh, on the downslope of video gaming uh, the past month or so. So I uh, haven't done too much as far as Elden Ring. Um, so yeah, God of War Ragnarok, I got back into there uh, since we played or uh, recorded last. Have not beat it still. I oh, need to. Come on. I know, I just haven't done anything. Um, oh. but I, I have been playing some phone games, uh, just some random ones. I don't know. Racing games, survival games, all, all the things you get targeted, uh, for ads on Instagram. I've downloaded those and tried them out. The, the one where you go left and right, trying to kill zombies and multiplayer yep. guys and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Played that one. I think I tried called, one of those, those and it was just idle a, games. Yeah. Idle games. Yeah, because you only need one finger to play them. Like you literally could oh, just yeah. be like brainlessly. I literally, I literally briefed today to fly, and we got done because it was like you know a top off ride, a BFM ride for one of our B coursers, and we got done. I had an hour to step, and I just stood at the ops desk and talked talked with our top three, and was playing games on my phone the whole time with one. It's hand. the best. That's the best feeling is when somebody's uh, having a conversation with you and they're playing a uh, phone game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I think people really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, especially wives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Jen's been playing this, like, I want to call it I Spy game, mobile game where she just finds things on this picture and then it, like, hooks her in by making her collect... <laughs> Blue gems for one week, and then rupees. In order to play the next round, she has to have a certain number of yellow crystals. And dude, that's that's called Where's Waldo from our childhood, where you would where you would buy the book and just find Waldo. Yeah, it's kind of like that, actually. Yeah. So yeah, that's been my uh, last month plus. Not really much. All right. Well. I think we'll go with I'm Pickle Matt next since his probably is a rather short and distinguished list. Get out of here. No. Uh, I played... Okay, so we saw the Super Mario Brothers movie and my son wanted one wanted more Mario. So I went out and bought the new Super Mario World 3D game with uh, the baby Bowser one attached to it as nice. well. Nice. You guys seen that? Bowser's Fury. Bowser's Fury, yeah. 
which is a fun game. It is very difficult to beat some levels when there's a toddler also <laughs> playing with you as a as a different character. I, I can see that. Like, he keeps it falling off. I want to play dragging. that game with another adult. I know. He like drags <laughs> the camera away from me and I can't like beat the level for him. And then he'll yell at me to go down the green tube that we've already gone down. The green tunnel or whatever. And those cat shines, baby. Yeah. Um but it's fun. It's fun to play with him. And he's starting to learn the all the names of the characters, which is cool. Uh and he wants me to take him to see the movie again. So we've already seen it twice. Nice. Uh, so that's fun. Um that's the one with him. We played a little bit of Fall Guys together too. I'm still the fry guy from like three years ago when I unlocked that costume. So I'm he knows me as the fry guy. And then we played some I played some Heroes of the Storm with the bros. I think yeah, Stroke, you were in there for a little bit. Me and uh Moist Gremlins played a little bit too. And then I've been playing on my own a little bit. And uh it's still fun. I like it. We should get in there. Because there's nothing else that I want to play until Breath of the Wild, or sorry, uh, Zelda comes out. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. And then, <laughs> yeah. I got, I got a stroke to say it earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah? Breath of the yeah. Wild 2? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Breath of the Kingdom. Breath of the Kingdom. Yeah, and then I haven't played a whole lot of Steam Deck, so I probably need to bust that thing out and find a good game, because I, I think the last time we talked, I was playing Hades, but I beat the I beat the storyline because I beat Hades enough times to to win, um, and I just wasn't super interested in the end game. You're still just a god to me, the Hades. Yeah, no kidding. A demigod. Hades is the real god in that oh, story. Yeah, I Dude, yeah. I I we talked about it earlier, but I I want to. I'm trying to decide between ps5 and steam slash pc to get the new jedi or uh star wars game yeah and the stroke mentioned well if you buy it on steam you can play it in a steam deck and that kind of tipped me in uh the steam direction rather than the ps5 direction did it good did it get good uh reviews on the steam deck like it it plays okay it plays fine it's eats up your battery you know, you'll probably have to play with it plugged in yeah yeah well that's pretty much every AAA game, but yeah, yeah, I could see me playing that. I don't know. I really, I, I did like the first Star Wars game, but I just don't, I don't feel like it right now. Maybe if I get in a Star Wars kick with like a, one of the TV shows or something, I will. Just watch the Mandalorian again, and then you'll be all about. Did you watch the newest season, by the way? Yes. No spoilers, but I was kind of let down by that. Really? I don't know. I thought one, it was pretty good. One button push foiled that plan. Oh yeah, true. Well, that was kind of stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like it built up to basically nothing. I stand um, by Andor as the best spinoff on Disney Plus. Truth on Disney Plus, I I agree with you. Yeah. Cool. Is that uh, is that round out your games played there, Pickleman? Oh, and the the Baby Jedi uh, cartoon uh, just released all their episodes that my son was looking forward to. Uh, oh yeah, those are actually kind of Star cool. Wars. They're kind of yeah, like the, uh, the Spider-Man ones. Yeah, the little shorts. Yeah, uh, I like those actually. I think that's it. I didn't. I didn't play anything else on my PC, and yeah, it was just Nintendo Switch with my son, and then a little bit of Heroes of the Storm. 
Nice, nice. Well, uh, let's see. I'll go next. Played some Diablo 4. We already talked about Overwatch 2. I've arrived at the, the conclusion that I arrived at a couple months ago. I was playing pretty hardcore in the last season. I got up to gold in damage, gold 5. And then this next season fired up. I literally just bought the battle pass. And then I'm playing a game. And I get killed like five or six times in a row without, like, with maybe getting one kill. And I just go, I'm not having any fun. And I turned it off <laughs> and I uninstalled it. And I'm just over it. So I don't know. You uninstalled like it too. It's yeah. like COD back in the day. Ugh. Why am I playing this? I'm having zero fun. Yeah. It was just like, it's good. It's good you had the awareness to realize that it was making you miserable. Yeah, it's like literally wasting my video game time that I barely get. So, done. Uh, cool. Right now in the Gibson household, all things baseball. So, I've been playing a lot of MLB The Show with Liam. Uh, nice. He always <laughs> plays the Texas Rangers. I always play the Anaheim Angels, or the LA Angels of Anaheim. And, uh, no... I have been trying to teach Liam the concept of a force out for so long. And we played two games of MLB The Show, and he's just like, oh, yeah. I can get this guy out here because there's a guy behind him on the next base. I was like, yeah, I've been telling you that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so sometimes That's I just think awesome. it just clicks because they can see it in action, see the bird's eye view, and it's just much harder to comprehend when they're down in it on the field, you know? So... It's so what can you guys can you guys multiplayer on that? Like you're playing Liam? Yeah, I'm, I play against are you, him. Are you just kicking the shit out of him to teach no. teach him lessons? I really want him to like baseball, so I've let him win every time. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, dude, you know what I learned about? This is another random sidebar. Have you ever heard of the Savannah Bananas? Negative. They play they play something called banana ball. And it's like uh, Harlem Globetrotter style baseball. Their tickets are always sold out everywhere. You should look them up. I bet Liam would love it. Savannah Bananas. What do they, they have do like, that's like crazy? They have nine rules that turn the, like you can't bunt. You can't step out of the box. There's a two hour time limit. And then you you win innings and you don't score. You don't score runs. You win the, the entire inning. Oh. And then the it's, like batters. It's like match play in golf. Yeah, and then batters can steal first. What? The uh, what? If if a fan catches the foul ball, it's an out because they become part of the team, basically. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. It's cool. Yeah, it Look is. up Savannah Bananas. They they've been going on for a while, and it they're just like the Harlem Globetrotters, basically. But they uh, they sell out everywhere they go, so it's pretty popular. Nice. I'm gonna check that out. I got to go check out my kiddo. See? Okay, no worries. Uh, All sweet. Right. All right. This is going to be the year of beating games for me. So I beat Final Fantasy 2. Uh, my final review of that is it was cool, a little bit better than the first one. Uh, it dragged on at the end. The last dungeon slash level was terrible. Uh, but I finally beat it. And then I just started Final Fantasy 3, and it is much better than the first two got a lot more going on for it a lot smoother to play it's the first final fantasy that introduces jobs like in uh final fantasy 14 where you had a job so that's cool looking forward to getting back in there i play that on my steam deck that's like my go to bed game 
is it uh, it's much better because of the graphics or just the gameplay or so i think if i had to guess you can't really tell because the graphics are the same because they're all remasters and so they okay. basically have the same graphics but i think that this game was on super nintendo or the previous two were on nes got it so it just feels like much a much better overall game but i just started yeah so i'll keep you keep you posted on that better. yeah uh, sweet. Played some hots with the bros. Had a good time there, and some fall guys. And I like Pickle Matt's son wanted some more Mario after the Mario movie, so I fired up uh, Super Mario World on my Steam Deck. Dude, Had a great time. So I love that. I still need to figure out how to do the emulator thing. Yeah, we need we need to talk about that for the Discord. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll work on that this week. I know I've said that before, but I will. Yeah, you've been busy, you know. I promise. Sweet. So that's my gaming week, and uh, that's the gaming week of all of all of us on one more game. Uh, and that about round out the show. Swift Pickle Matt's gone, and he's just advertising his razor chair to us. But uh, anything you want to say to everyone before we uh, take off for the night? Dude, I don't know. I know I I messaged you guys about it, but the only thing that I kind of came up with because we're talking about Diablo and I don't really haven't really played slash explored Diablo all that much, but uh, my sister got me these for Christmas. Uh, again, I don't know if I've advertised them on the podcast, but uh, I'm pickle. Matt has talked about them before. If you don't have these and you're a gamer, you need to get you some of these uh, gamer chopsticks. They just wrap <laughs> around your two uh, fingers and you can continue gaming and eat your snacks, your chips, whatever you want. So uh, I haven't actually opened them and tried them, but 10 of 10 would recommend. Would recommend. No Cheeto, <laughs> no orange Cheetos on your Xbox Ser- Series S controller. That's right. Very nice. Well, uh, I do have one cool thing to mention before we take off. Uh, it's going to be probably about a month, maybe two, but we have a huge giveaway coming up for anyone interested in getting involved in pc gaming for the first time so stay tuned for more announcements about this but just to give you a little teaser we've uh we've we've gotten to an agreement with viral tech one of uh one of our sponsors who make the most badass computers that you've seen in your life and we're going to be making a one more game themed PC and giving that thing away probably in about two months, but I'll keep you guys posted. So make sure you follow our uh, all of our socials because the winner is going to be a prerequisite is going to be a highly involved community member. We're not just going to give this away to anyone who just stops in to try to win stuff. But Viral Tech PC, get yourself uh, one of them. Use OMG Pod ten as a code if you're on their website. But uh, let me show you before we go. I just want to show you kind of some stuff that they build, so you can see what you can get excited about. Didn't they make a Tfue's most recent computer? They did. Yes, they sure did. Yeah, B- big sure, and he uh, loves it. So yeah, check check out some of this, some of these things, and man, like those looks. Those are so cool. It's just a piece of art, and we're gonna we're gonna work with them to make an OMG inspired, you know, purple and and dark, dark purple and blue highlights and all kinds of cool. So keep 
your uh, ears peeled peeled for uh, more announcements on the one more game podcast viral tech PC giveaway. All right, Pickle Matt, what do you got before we uh, we head out for the night? Um, I don't know. Sorry, yeah, that's fine. Some little no shell worries. shocked from a crying child. Yeah, they do that. They do that. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. You guys are awesome. Uh, thanks for supporting us, even though we've been gone for a month or more. So uh, we'll be getting back into the swing of things and uh, hopefully get this internet thing figured out. But uh, who knows how that goes here in in South Carolina. All right, guys. For those listeners who want to catch us live, you can uh, chat with us while we chat about video games. Maybe get a shout out on the air. We stream every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern at Twitch.tv/OMGPodcast. Join us, and we'd love to have you in the chat and in the Discord. Every is every is uh, in quotation marks for yeah. now. Every. <laughs> Uh, cool guys. We also, uh, have been known to give out subscriber gifts, 3d printed gamer tags or, uh, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, you know, stick around for more giveaways and, uh, support to you guys who continue to support us. You can also find us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram. And that's where you're going to find pictures of our, of our PC giveaway once we've got it in the works, as well as, uh, announcements on how to win that thing. You can find me, Swift, and Pickle Matt streaming at our own respective Twitch channels from time to time. And by that, I mean definitely not recently, but that's okay. And uh, you can find our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you might find your podcast. All right, before we go, I'll leave you with one final thought, as I always do. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you on the next episode of One More Game. Pickle Matt. Swift. See ya. See ya, buddy. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.